The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building Resilience. Talking Trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. Difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Radio Tony. What a fabulous show we've got planned today. But before I get on with that, just a big shout-out to all my wonderful listeners, particularly those of you who've had a tough week. I just wanted to let you know you're not alone, and all you've got to do is take one moment at a time. It always passes. Don't forget to pop onto all my social media and hear who's guesting on the show each week. Um, I'll pop the links into the chat box or you can jump onto my website, https colon forward slash tonylontis.com. Another big shout out to my radio technician rebel who keeps me on time each week, organises all the technical bits and makes sure all my guests appear when they're supposed to, even when she can barely speak. Um, a word from our sponsors of Radio Tony, we have the wonderful Kerry Hort Rowe, the brain behind brain thinking. She's a business motivator who believes that there's nothing better than a fresh set of eyes on your business to see how it's working. She's also a HBDI profiler and speaker. And again, we'll be talking to her later today to update you on how I went with my brain questionnaire, the wonderful tool that Kerry spoke about last week. Our second sponsor is Tracy Tully, who is a speaker, mentor, author in Mastering Fear, Building Courage and Unlocking Resilience by Unlocking the Power of Your Voice. She also works with groups of people to give them confidence and courage to speak in public places or have hard conversations. And before I get to the break, a word about our first guest this morning. Stanley from Zen Culture is an esoteric, metaphysical, metacomic, spiritual entrepreneur from Sydney, Australia, who believes you should be a sincere seeker and know yourself. He is self-taught and has amazing wisdom from the best of the fields in wealth, health and balance. Balance being a metaphysical, science, religion, philosophy, astrology, astronomy and numerology. 
He's currently teaching his graduates how to approach a total holistic philosophy of life, being, and to be healthy, wealthy, and balanced. So after the break, I'll be introducing you to the wonderful Stanley. And Harper has a question first thing off the bat this morning. You went through the process already? Yes. Kerry sent me the brain thinking tool after the show and I've been through it and I will talk about it and how simple it is later on in the show. Um, it was I don't know the results yet. Kerry's banned me from looking at them. And yes, James, I am so looking forward to having Stanley on the show to talk about numerology and astrology. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderfully engaging session. Um, I've got lots of questions to answer him, and I'm sure you guys listening will have many questions as well. I'm not sure if you realize how old numerology and astrology are and they have been around for thousands and thousands of years this knowledge so it'll be interesting to talk to stanley today and our other guests today include Yugita, who we talked to last week about her uh, upcoming retreat. We'll have a quick word to Yugita again live on the show later in the in the show. And um, we're going to pop on to a short break before hopefully we have Stanley live on the show. So over to you, Rebel. Keeping the conversation going on the suppressed social and moral issues. This is Radio Tony on W4WN. Join Tony Londis, author of Resilience, Memoir of a Broken Little Girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty on the Women for Women Network. Radio Tony uncovers and exposes the social and moral issues of our time, bringing social consciousness to the airwaves. You're not alone with secrets. Let's talk trauma and resilience. Radio Tony is your safe space for these tough conversations. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Thursday evenings from 7pm Eastern Standard Time on W4WN. Radio Tony on W4WN. Your safe space for tough conversations. Welcome back, everyone, to Radio Tony. And we have Stanley live on the air. Good morning, Stanley. Good morning, Tony. How are you doing? I'm really good. Now, would you like me to call you Stan or do you prefer Stanley? Um, whichever. It doesn't mind. Stanley's fine. I'm living that Stanley's numerologically. Fine? Ah, numerologically, we've already had questions from our listeners about this um, already. So, Stanley, I'd like to start. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this line of spiritual teaching? Uh, Yes, um, I've always been a self-taught seeker, and I began seeking in the year 2000 in many facets, whether it be wealth, health, and then I went more further deep into the esoteric realm and the studying of metaphysics. And um, I learned from my own Swami guru who taught me some metaphysical uh, ancient Vedic principles. And I took it to another level. And then come the end of December 2011, I created uh, the ESP code yeah. uh, numerology, which stands for Essence, Soul and Purpose. <sighs> Fantastic. So you've been doing this quite a while. So for our listeners, can you give us a simple explanation of what is numerology? 
Uh, yes, uh, I'll break it down. In, I like using acronyms of three. So, yes. uh, uh, astrology. Is there a reason for the three? There is. Um, yes. it, it seems to resonate very well with me, and, and I'm also because I'm a, a master number thirty-three. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a three with. Uh, as a master teacher, but I'm also a master student, so I have childlike hunger for thirst for wisdom. And so the numerology, I like to do the acronym, it sits, it sits under the umbrella of astrology. So you can think I of astrology, astrology being the science of God, yes. uh, mathematics being the language of God, yes. and numerology being the code of God. And what, what I've done with the numerology is I've taken it to a cosmic level and, and hence the creation of the ESP code. What a wonderful, simple explanation. That's really great. So let's delve a little bit more into what numerology actually is. So we can, our listeners can, some of them haven't, may not have heard of what numerology is and how it works. And I want them to have an understanding before we go on and talk about ESP. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Uh, So numerology in its simplistic term, there's many different methods and methodologies. Um, It's like, you know, all methods lead to the same path, the same source, but it's just different road. And Mm -hmm. numerology is based on a person's date of birth in its simplistic form, just the day, month Mm -hmm. and year, without really factoring in the time of birth, which is more deeper with the astrological side of things. So numerology is shows people's identities, characteristics, attributes based on the numbers in their date of birth, which are a derivative of the celestial planets. I see. So if I were to put my birthday to you, could you give our, or your own birthday, if you, whichever you prefer, uh, give our listeners an idea of what, what that comes down to? Yeah, um, I'll be happy to to do your birthday because I don't know it, so we can do it live okay. on here now. Yeah, yep. So, my you need the day, the month. Do you need the year as well? I do. Okay, so it's twenty eight oh four nineteen sixty seven. There you go, listeners. Now you know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in relation to your day and month, that's the sun yes. and moon. So the twenty eight plus four equals 32. If you narrow that down to a single digit, 3 plus 2 is 5. So your first number, your identity numbers are 5. So that's telling me that you're a um, a quick thinker. Uh, okay. You like to travel. You're very yes. intellectual. Um, yeah. And your years are the rest of the planets leading uh, uh, to your characteristics and essence of purpose. If we add the 1967 together. Yes. You add that as 10 plus 6 is 16, plus 7 is uh, 23. So, so 27, 7, 4 is 25. So 1 plus 9 is 10, plus 6 is 16, plus 7 is 23. So that's 5. So you have two oh. five. So your identity is a 5. Oh. Your type wow. of identity is a 5. So that's telling me you're actually very quick thinker. You, you can multitask and deepen the intellectual side of things. Now, your life path number, we add those two numbers together again. So your identity is yes. a 5. Your, your, your type of identity is a 5. So uh-huh. if you add that, that's a 10. We always yes. narrow down to a single digit. So your life path yeah, number a one. is a 1. So that's telling me you're very independent, creative, and you like your solitude, your alone time. Yes. So then – 
we take it to another digit. So we add those three again. So we go five plus five plus one equals 11. We narrow that down to a uh, single digit, that one plus one equals two. So your S and soul purpose number is a two. So that's telling me you're very kind, you have a very good heart, but you may not show it on your sleeve initially to people. And so your ESP code, hence, is 5512. We all have a four-numbered sequence code. And um, so with that, you can, you can, you can, do so many things, uh, Tony, it's pretty much limitless. You can profile with other people. You can profile with the country and you can profile with the day that you're running today, even the month, even the hour, even with the minute, because everything is just biorhythms, just cycles. Wow. Uh, That's fascinating. Look, I've got so many questions coming in. Before we get on to talking deeper about ESP, because I'm excited to get into that, I'm going to pop some questions so tim wants to know how long does it take to learn this i'm guessing it's a lifelong journey um i i'm doing uh, online courses half day workshops online for people to to learn so it will be collaborated and and everyone can ask questions and mastermind but it is a see what with me i'm channeling all the time 24 7 so i see so many different variants of the code but from a half-day workshop, the the majority of the people will get the gist of what they need to do. And then what I'm yes. going to have is a Facebook uh, instant message group where people will collaborate and I want the community to grow. So I, it is it is a low life, lifelong journey because people will yes. be testing the code in their day-to-day life because they'll start seeing synchronicity everywhere. And uh, subconsciously, uh, they will see it. So yes. basically yes. – People will do the half-day workshop, but then in the group, they'll ask any questions they want. Questions. So imagine a hundred questions, a hundred people mm-hmm. in a group, one question to me, I answer back via audio to all the group. Every, different people will get different aha, then they'll say, wow, I just had that synchronicity thing in this suburb and this, this other person was in another state or yes. country, and now they seen the same thing. So yes. it's it's so- a... it is a lifelong journey. However, they can get the crust of it in that half-day workshop. I Okay, so uh, uh, James wants to know, wait, I'm confused. What numbers do we add up? Do you want to go through that again? Yeah, so the first numbers is you're looking at the day and the month. So you add the day and month together and that gives you – for our American listeners, you are the opposite. So Australians always go day, month, Mm -hmm. and Americans go month, day. Does that make a difference, Stanley? Uh, no, very good question. It, it uh, no, it doesn't because we're adding we're okay. adding the two together. So it's yes. like A plus B or P plus A, and we narrow yes. it down to a single digit, so it will always be the same. Good question. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Hanson wants to know, where do we get this information? Uh, I will get you to Stanley's website as soon as I can. Jenny's going, oh, man, this sounds so cool. Yes, Jenny, it is very cool. Renee wants to know, having this information will help us with what? And James wants to know, how much are we talking to take a class? So I'll pop back to Renee's question first because there's lots of things that this can help you with in your day-to-day life. Isn't that correct, Stanley? Yeah, uh, yes. So basically, people can use the numbers because uh, the code of 
of Earth is based on astrology. So this derivative is simplified. So every day, like for example, today in Australia, we are the 18th of October. So what yes. one plus eight is a nine. So if we go just to your example, Tony, in your date of birth, yes. we know your identity is a five, your first number. So yes. today you are running a five day because five plus nine equals 14, one plus four is five. So you know in today that you're running a five. So five is about internet, because the internet is fast, it's about intellectual, <gasps> it's about fitness. If you wanted to do a checkup or go to a, oh, a physicist, wow. it's a good to do it on a five day. So you can maneuver your day according to your numbers, but it's according to each individual with their numbers, with how it relates to the surroundings uh, on yeah. Earth. So think of us as the subject that is fixed, and everything else around us is the object that it's is movable. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so guys, we're gonna I'm gonna put up uh, Stanley's website shortly and, and on Stanley's website uh, is all the information about all the courses that he runs, um and, and, and all the information that you'll need to tap into this amazing uh numerology and ESP code. So I wanna talk about the ESP code. What is it and how does it work? So the ESP code is a combination of both Eastern and Western wisdom, but mm -hmm. it's fundamentally based on your four-numbered sequence code, like for your example, the yes. 512. But it also takes into a fact that you're a Taurian and born in 1967 from the Chinese. It takes into the fact that you're a ram, sheep or goat. And oh. it, it also takes into a fact what we call um, – the Pythagorean numerology in terms of what arrows you may have or arrows you may be missing. So, so think of uh -huh. knots and crosses and you have certain arrows. Yes. Um, so uh, quickly in your example, 28, 4, 2, 8, 4, 1, 9, 6, 7. Okay, so in your example, you have the arrow of activity and you also have the arrow of practicality. So you're practical oh, okay. and you're active. Yes. And, yeah. and the active yes. that you've got with the area of activity, that also validates that you have two fives in your code. So you're a five, five, one, two. So you're very, very fast, you're very intellectual, but oh. you, because you've got the area of activity, it's like a triple whammy, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm guessing that that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, because I certainly see, do but, pack a lot into my day. Well, it, see, we all have both positive and negative attributes of our code. So uh -huh. from the 5512, in your case, the two is, the, the five fives could be you're doing so much you may not finish all the tasks because the fragments, the energy maybe uh -huh. from the one, from the okay. creativity or creativity or the independence is a positive thing. Sometimes from the one, it could be a stem of loneliness. With the two, it's the givingness. Uh -huh. Sometimes it may be too giving where you give away and dissipate the uh -huh. energy. So, yeah. so think of it as... Okay like a sine wave, a biorhythm, where there's positive and negatives yes. of all our numbers. It's up to us to stay positive. But, you know, in Earth, it's not easy to do because we have distractions, we have our environment, whatever. But, of course, this is where I go in my deep, deeper teachings with my astrological stuff, specifically with specific chanting and prayers and mantras in specific times and locations that can help solve uh -huh. people's problems. Um, but that's much more deeper wisdom. Okay, okay. So it it has taken you quite a substantial amount of time to 
get the uh, the wisdom in this area of um, astrology, hasn't it, Stanley? Like, so you've been studying for a number of years and you continue to study, I understand. Mm-hmm, that's correct. Uh, so yeah. basically, good eight decimeters and 11 creative founders, about nine years. So everything goes in nine-year cycles. And I've been on the seeking path of just questioning for uh, 19 years. So um, I'm now in the, the position to really start with the first Help step. People. Like I have numerology readings and then my next thing is the numerology workshops, but I want to, I want to touch as much as I can, the four corners of earth, hence the online workshops that will go for half uh, a day. Aha. Uh-huh. And your online workshops are actually open to anyone anywhere in the world. Correct. Yes. So, all you have to do, listeners, if you're interested in finding out about the online courses or the workshops, um, it's Stanley's uh, website is Zenith Culture. That's Z E N E T H C U L T U R E dot com. And I know from looking on Stanley's site before when I was doing my research, um, there's a huge amount of wonderful information just on his site alone. And um, I just wanted to touch on Stanley's mission. Uh, And Stanley, do you want to tell our listeners what your mission is? Because it's pretty special. Uh, Yeah, um, I have a real good drive and hunger to empower uh, 10 million people. And my initial uh, strategy for this is to is to have my core hundred people with me to help them uh, learn this and and test yeah. this day in day out to then for them to spread this wisdom to the four corners of earth because I really do think Tony this uh, accompanied as a tool can help so many people because it'll raise their vibration their frequency a little bit higher and I think Earth in general humanity in general yeah. right now is so mm-hmm. much confusion and the 5g technology about to be released and yes. pollution and there's so many different topics there's no there's no more important time than everyone to know thyself what that's the deeper gnostic wisdom that jesus really taught is everyone should know who they are individually so if tony yes. knows who she is and i know mm-hmm. and your listeners everyone can collaborate and work together much faster so we can magnify yes. our strengths and we can complement our weaknesses yes and with much more positivity. When we talk about raising our vibrations, my listeners, we're talking about how you feel and walk through your everyday life. So for me, that meant that I had to step up and start putting myself in front of lots of people, which is an incredibly scary thing to do. But in doing that, people see me, they get to know me, and that helps them to feel more positive about life. So I, my vibration, I've lifted my vibration so that I uh, am a positive, happy person and that's what people see and that's the vibration that I put out and Stanley can you tell our listeners what why it's important to lift our vibration what does that do in your life because I don't just want to talk about about me I want to talk about what it can do for our listeners yes so from a mathematical point of view when people know their numbers 
and they start to create much better. Again, in synchronicity, I have what I call an acronym triple S, which is simplicity, speedy, synchronicity. And by doing that, it then allows what we call triple C, which is clarity, confidence, creativity, which then allows them to do something to what you're doing where you stepped up, which is presenter, producer, publisher. So when people know what their identity is, their type of identity, their character and their essence, and they start to live it and start to add value to society, they automatically just by by default start to raise their their frequency vibration and tap into their higher self and they're more happier and when you're happy your cells get happy and you stay healthier and you can create more so you you lift yourself out of that smog if you will and that and when you vibrate high that aura can 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 manifest to other people and they're going to say wow you've changed what are you doing how can i be the same yes that's exactly correct um but it does actually take strength and courage to step out into that scary place of uh, walking your life path. And I'm sure, Stanley, you've been in that place before when you decided to go on this path of um, a spiritual teacher, that it wasn't uh, a no-brainer for you. I'm sure that there were some common human fears that you experienced before you stepped into your life path. Um, yeah. Uh, most, most definitely, yes. Um, the the cycles of life always brings us to you know rhythms where there's positive and negatives. And uh, as a spiritual teacher, just like all the ancient ascended masters, and including Jesus himself, he seeked, yes. he travelled and seeked wisdom. A lot of people need to know real truth in history that's been um, um, uh, tweaked and for the agendas yes. for other people. But when we seek. You, you always come across different people that are good in their areas, masters, if you will. So yes. I, I always seek, and even though I'm a master number 33 and I call myself as, as a master teacher, I'm also a master student. So even as, as I'm talking with you, Tony, I'm learning stuff. So I learning. never stop learning. Yes. So that's what keeps us hungry because, you know, Jesus even said to ascend to the kingdom of God, we must be childlike. A child's always seeking wisdom because wisdom is the connection, I believe, to God. So yes, I, I absolutely agree with you, Stanley. I, I am so incredibly curious about everything and anything and I refuse to allow my mind to be closed off by prejudices of 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 any description so if you come to me and you can logically and 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 intelligently explain that something works like this this and this and then i will uh support that way of thinking um and i believe that people need to be less judgmental and more open to understanding the many many teachings of all different uh, denominations from across the world. Um, So, Stanley, um, did you as a child have an interest in numerology and astrology, I'm just wondering? Um, As a child, when I was born, I was born with three white hairs on my head, my mother told me, and it's like I had this this seeking of just wisdom. And a lot of people don't know reincarnation was in the ancient scriptures, even in the Bible, was taken out. You see in children, specifically two, three years old, their old souls coming through. And a lot of the children now that are coming through are here to teach the the adults. There's so old souls coming through. Absolutely. 
So basically, I was just on a self-seeking path that I never just took anything from what people told me. I would always, yes. you know, just something's right. not right here. But, but I was always mm-hmm. fast in mathematics. So in the year five, yes. in 1985, I was uh, doing my times tables and I went against the teacher in a speed competition of times tables because I kept beating yes. the students and then I went against the teacher and I beat her. So I was fast <gasps> in numbers. In, wow. And then later on, you know, 26 later, oh, here I was uh, founding and creating the ESP code, which is the the fundamental principle of what Zenith culture is about. Because Zenith culture, Tony, Zenith stands for not just Zen spirituality. Zenith is the celestial point of the stars. And I purposely spelt it with oh, an E numer- numerologically. So what I'm showing people is I want to grow a culture, but it's a positive cult. It's not a, a cult yeah. of brainwashing. It's a cult of unbrainwashing. So yeah. it's an agenda, if you will, but a good agenda for people to raise the vibration and understand who they are based on how the celestial planets, the astrology can help people and to get to the 10 million i simplified with my code with numerology because again that's a derivative of the beautiful science and the very complex science of astrology yeah 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 before we run out of time stanley i know that you've got a, a wonderful and fabulous clients that have worked with you could you share with our listeners one example of of someone who's worked with you and how it's changed their life. Have you got an example of that? And I'm sorry, that's a question that I didn't put forward to you, but I just it's come to me and I'd really like to know so that we can demonstrate for our listeners how having this knowledge can impact on your life. Um, yes, I've, I've read from many different uh, people, both – um, one principal teacher of a school that has retired and studied all the religions and all the faiths, and she came to me for reading, and and she was um, uh, amazed. I had another person who owned a shop who would seek different astrological teachings for 20 years, close to 200,000 spent on different teachers, and I showed him the way I did the code, and he was uh, just totally amazed. Um, I've read for trade trade workers i've read for esoteric people i've read for just everyday people mm. what I, and the, mm-hmm. the 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 what i've come across is even people have come to me as oh what's your gift a lot of people are now starting to tap into what their gift is because everyone has yes. a gift we've been born yes. with a gift and psychic yes. ability has been suppressed but it's wrong everyone should Absolutely. nurture their gift to to help them and um, i'm also uh, a very prominent lady, I can't say, but it's a supermodel's mother yes. that was very taken by my numerology. And a lot of the the people in America, specifically even in, in Hollywood, the elites, they seek yes. the advice of astrologers, numerologists. And I've I've been speaking to a few people that they're looking to do very big things with what I'm doing. But uh, my passion is, uh, is to help um, – uh, people and humanity, but at the same time, I want to align myself with what I call benevolent um, yes. uh, billionaires and millionaires. So yes. when I say benevolent, it's just like you have benevolent planets, like say Jupiter, Venus, as opposed mm-hmm. to malefic. Or, but I, I want to align because the mission that I'm doing for 10 million is going to involve both the the say the wealthy elite good yes. people and also yes. humanitarian good people that are working from heart so i need the breadth of both those paradigms to to, to get the mission help you accomplished achieve your mission yes 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 um stanley just before we run out of time you do personal reading still so 
if people go onto your website, they can actually sign up to do a personal reading with you? Yes. Uh, so basically on the side, on the header, there's it's like a three-step concept. There's numerology readings, uh, yes. numerology workshops, and yes. astrology billionaires. That's where I'm looking to align with the astrology for specific key 12 people. Um, we, we have secured yes. one. We're looking for another 11. So yes. basically people can have a reading with me. They just click on. There's 30-minute readings, 45-minute readings, and 60-minute readings. So when they click on oh, numerology fantastic. readings – it's got the simple tabs there for people to go. And the yeah. online workshops, I'm looking to do them four times a year. Um, okay. However, to get things moving, I may, if I can get a group, uh, a group because they're half day, if I can get, yes. say, 12 people, uh, mm -hmm. the minimum I'll do them more continuously. If I, if I have to do it every week to get the, the core key, because I'm looking yes. for those key hundred people that have really got a thirst to learn it because I don't want them just to learn it from the half day. I want them to practice it in their yes. work, in their life, in everything, yes. and they can mm -hmm. collaborate with me and mm -hmm. ask any questions they want in instant message on Facebook. So, because this is a, what a fantastic service. Thank you. It's a practical applied numerology service. Um, so I'm taking a very deep system. This is not airy-fairy. This is really science and it's practical and yeah. I want people to yes. learn it just like they learn walking, learn riding a bike. This is just learning another skill. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that website again for our listeners is Z-E-N-E-T-H-C-U-L. T-U-R-E dot com. And as I said, Stanley is looking to run these online courses, numerology workshops, and the phase three of his um, mission is the Numerology Academy, which will come at a later date. But you can jump onto that website and you can have a personal reading from Stanley with all his wealth of wisdom and understanding and you can do that as soon as we jump as soon as we jump off this show and as soon as uh, Stanley goes back to his normal job um, just wondering Willow wants to say that it all sounds very interesting and um, Willow it is incredibly interesting to learn about how the um, and the stars are involved as the the planets are involved as are uh, the numerology, it, it's all linked together and understanding it helps you understand yourself. And once you start to understand yourself, you can step into doing what you were always meant to be. And as you said, Stanley, we all, all have a purpose. We don't always know what that is at the beginning of our lives, but uh, as soon as you know it and as soon as you start walking that life purpose, the better your life starts to become isn't that true um, most definitely most definitely and when we always talking and like this there's so many aha epiphany moments it, you know things will resonate with people and then yes. when we elevate and collaborate everyone can because right now we we are meant to be shifting to the 5d not the 3d in terms of the earth dimension and that's where yes. people need to tap tap into their higher self it's it's very important right now um so this type of conversation we're having is, is it's very, very important people. Yes, yes. Um, it's about that higher level of conscious understanding versus the, uh, what's the word I'm searching for, the static or the how it's always been. We need to actually be better than we've been as humanity, don't we, Stanley? Yes, we need and to I, do better and, and we I also, need also to know better. 
Yes, must and 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 collective cosmic consciousness right now is is unbelievable. Where telepathy and psychic abilities of everyone is there. They just got to tune in and not suppress yes. the gift. They got to nurture the gift. Yes. yes, yes. All right, my good friend Stanley, I have really enjoyed having you on Radio Tony this morning, and we have to pop to a short break so I can prep for our next guest. What a pleasure and. I'm so appreciative of you taking your time to come on the show. Uh, don't forget, listeners, write down that website. It's in the chat box so that you can see it. Um, we've had Stanley on from Zenith Culture. Pop on and have a look at his website and get in contact with Stanley. I know I will be as soon as I have a spare moment. Thank you, Stanley. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you to the listeners. Blessings, everyone. Thanks, Stanley. Bye-bye. Over to you, Rebel. Keep the conversation going. Call Radio Tony. Hello. 561 623 9421 on W4 WN Radio Guest Skype. Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty, is the new book from Australian author Tony Londis. Available in paper, ebook, and audiobook formats, Resilience is the true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Exposing moral issues you may have dealt with too. Read how hope and happiness triumph in her life. Available at Amazon.com and all good online retailers. Tough conversations on the social and moral issues of our time with Tony Londis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, Radio Tony on W4WN. Welcome back, everyone. So we have the delightful Yogita Ridley with us again. And Yogita's Yogita's company is called Travelling With Me, Myself and I. And she's a solo traveller specialist. Good morning, Yogita. Good morning, Tony. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show again this week to talk about what you do. Um, There's a lot of uh, single people out there today and that's your area of expertise, isn't it? It sure is, yes, absolutely. Um, Solo travelling is obviously one of my passion and my love, Um, but... um, Later, after a traveling solo for a little bit, I found out that it also had um, helped me on my journey to finding my gift, which is amazing Ah. to come straight after the chat you had with the uh, gentleman before, um, which was all about finding your gift. Um, So, yeah, so um, my uh, story started with, um, you know, traveling solo to get away my uh, away from my life, which was chaos that I created for myself. Um, yes. And while uh, people could say, you know, running away from your life, but um, while I was trying to run away from my life, I found that solo traveling um, has got uh, quite a lot of benefits that you, uh, when you actually are in the solitary of just your own thoughts and your own being, you tend to start really recognizing what you like, what you don't like, who you are and who you're not, because a lot of times you pretend to be someone when you're around other people to, um, you know, just to fit in. We all want to fit in. We all want to, you know, yes. be loved and to belong. So, yeah, so it was an eye opener. Um, it 
you could say that um, solo traveling found me instead of me finding solo traveling. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it was definitely um, in high insight. The universe was looking after me when I um, asked for help. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to run away and do this. And I had big plans of doing everything, but none of them was going to serve me. Um, so universe obviously told me that, you know, no, no by creating enough challenges that no that's not where you're supposed to go yes <laughs> and uh, and you know as i've learned it, it through um it, through my journey that you do need to listen to what these challenges are supposed to teach you instead before i used to constantly complain about how difficult my life was yeah because i was not listening to any of these lessons i was not learning them i was not taking the challenges as as something that i can grow from i was constantly complaining these challenges are um you know to stop me from achieving my goals and um you know becoming successful and so these challenges kept on uh, coming like you know mountain heights and yes. i had to uh, take a deep breath and had a good look. What is it that yeah. I'm supposed to be doing? And, and so it, it's true on. to say, it's true to say, Yagita, that you only discovered that by taking yourself out of the hurly-burly of life and being just by yourself. Isn't that, that's true, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, um, the the most amazing gift you can give yourself is that time and is is that space and is is that connection with your own self because i'm a strong believer and if you have an amazing relationship with yourself you're going to have great relationship with anything and everything on the outside of you um yeah. so unless and until i had that space of being alone, I would have never actually achieved what I am doing now. And, uh, you know, hence the idea of self-discovery um, and solo travel goes hand in hand. Um, and as we grow, we are always changing. So it's not something that you do once and, you know, and you, yeah. you're perfectly fine. It's a journey you're constantly learning and constantly growing and you, you're stepping up to the next level of greatness where you have got a lot more to serve, a lot more to give to people. And uh, when you get to that level, again, another challenge will come through and, and ask you to step up again. So yes. now I, I actually embrace challenges. I yes. look for them and I wait for them before I used to like, you run know, away. complain, run away. Exactly. Yeah. Run away yeah. was my middle name before. But, <laughs> but See, yeah, I know it's listeners, I know the Yugita now and the thought of uh, Yugita running away from anything makes me laugh. So apologies for my laughing, but uh, the Yugita that I know now is not someone who would ever run away away from anything um you get it tim wants to know is it hard for some people to be alone yes very hard especially at the start when when you do this journey and you have you're full of fear but you're you embracing it anyway um it's it is very hard but what i do with my coaching and my um one-to-one -one sessions is i actually teach them how to leave fear behind or how to hold it on one hand and keep pushing through with the other hand, where yeah. the fear, fear like humans will always have fear, 
But we, like I teach them how to channel that fear into the positive energy that you can use for your advantage. You can um, use to, um, you know, create better awareness and better, like, you know, be more conscious of what can be and what you're going to make of it. Um, But yeah, definitely um, don't think that because it's uncomfortable that you shouldn't do it. Um, My thing is, my belief is because it's uncomfortable, you should do it because it's, you know, yes. it's going to get you to step out of your comfort zone. But yes, he's not alone in, in thinking that, that, you know, first of all, it is something that humans are not wired to do. Uh, well, yes. I should say that society <laughs> is not letting us do it because if yes. you're alone, we're classed as losers or, you know, yes. or widow or, you know, or something's wrong with us. Yes. But in hindsight, all humans are born to be, um, you know, in their own space. So we can yeah. um, enlighten ourselves. We can enrich our thoughts and we can enrich who we are and have better connection with us. But with the society, the bigger your uh, friend group, the more cool you are. <laughs> the yes. bigger your, your, you know, the bigger your circle, the more popular you are. And that's just to please the ego. That's just to please the, you know, the, you know, the fear of being alone, and and all that comes from a very negative place. So, uh, you know, once you let go of all that, you definitely will find that it it is the most. A beautiful gift you can give yourself is having space and time to yourself alone. And some of the positives that come out of spending time just by yourself, what have they been for you, Yagita? Oh, oh, how long have you got? <laughs> the, the, oh, the we've got important. plenty of time at the moment. <laughs> we've got, we've got. My very, very um, uh, first thing that I've learned from being alone is that now I know who I really am, like who I was born to be. Like the minute I was born, all the gifts that I had, all the strengths that I had, all the weaknesses that I had, I now know who that person is. Like the minute um, you kind of like, you know, uh, go through the journey of being one, two, three, four, five years old, your parents yeah. tell you who you are, you know, mm-hmm. and then your your school tells you who you are, like your teachers and, and students tell you who you are. So all this cloud of everybody else's voice is overpowering the the, the information that you already have who you are. So by the time you get to, like for me, I got to 18, 19 years of age, I was totally confused. I had this inner belief. I was like born to do something big and special. Yes. But on the outside, I was like, oh, my God, I, I don't think I belong in this world. This is they're, they're expecting me to know this and know that, and I don't know nothing because the yes. world or the school told me I know nothing because they told me I'm stupid. Yeah. And, um, you know, because I couldn't spell to save myself, I was put in the stupid basket. Yeah. Um, and I actually made home in that stupid basket. I became really comfortable in that stupid basket because I believed it. Um, so once I took that first step of my journey and set on my own, I realized I was capable of so much more. Like, yeah. you know, and I could speak different languages, like, you know, just pick it up by listening to people. I didn't study it or read it or, yes. you know, learn it. 
And I was like, I'm not that stupid after all. Do you know what I mean yeah, by? Yeah. And then I, and then the worst thing you could do is ask a dyslexic person to write. I decided I'm going to write a blog. <laughs> <laughs> like talk about how challenges. scary. How scary was that for you, Yugita? That was must have been absolutely like- scary. Yes, it was yeah. absolutely scary. You, um, it was like. Um, I put my toe out and the whole body is still like, inside the door and I'm trying to squeeze <laughs> the door, you know, like, and how powerful is your toe? It isn't, but you, you just are determined. I was so determined that I'm going to do this if this was the last thing I did, but I'm so yeah. glad I did. It was, it was almost like being stubborn that I wanted it so bad despite all my weaknesses despite all the obstacles and despite all the um things people told me that I couldn't do um I just wanted to not prove it to the world just prove it to myself that I can do this and uh, you know the first blog I wrote sorry go on sometimes it's Sometimes, sorry, sometimes it's just about proving it to yourself. Like it doesn't matter what the world thinks, but if you prove something to yourself, that makes a huge difference in your mind, doesn't it? It does. Actually, to be totally honest, it's all about proving it to yourself. It's never about yes. proving it to anybody else. Yes. The, the What happens is once you believe you can, everything else just falls into your lap. So if you yeah. can... Prove it to yourself. It comes from a place of certainty, not so much confidence because confidence is like a wave. It comes and goes. But it's you are so certain you are able to do this because you've proved it to yourself. Whereas people, yeah. a lot of times, they they get confident and they you know they get all powered and hyped and they start doing things and then the fear comes in and then they go back and forth, back and forth like a yo-yo, and yeah. uh, that's where you haven't actually proved it to yourself. And that's yeah. I think you know it's very powerful if you can prove it to yourself, you can do this. You don't have to prove it to anybody else. Everybody will see it in you. They will. It's like action speaks louder than words, there will just, um, you will just be like that bright light shining everywhere. People want to know more because you've proved it to yourself and you believe you have it. You believe you can do this. Um, You believe you are living the power that you were given to live on this planet. So that's where that, you know, that aha moment for me came on uh, my solo trip, sitting on, um, to be totally honest, sitting on the most chaotic, busy place you can think of, London Square. (laughs) Oh, okay. I sat there thinking, oh my God, this is so busy. And then all of a sudden I started just really paying attention to my thoughts. What am I thinking? Why am I thinking that? You know, all these questions that you ask yourself that you never get to ask when you're home or when you're in your chaotic um, environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we call it life. It shouldn't be life. (laughs) (laughs) It it is something that we created, I know, for ourselves, telling ourselves that it is safe zone. It's it's going to protect us, but it doesn't serve us. So um, the biggest thing for me was, was that moment where... You know, a lot of people think that if you go to a really quiet, peaceful environment and sit there, you will get aha moments. You mm. don't have mm-hmm. to do that. You can sit in the most busiest um, space, but as long yeah. as you're in tune with your thoughts, 
you are going to get aha moments. Um, even though, you know, when you go to quiet places and more tranquility and the energy is better and it does help you, um, but you don't have to. Like a lot of people say to me, um, Yugita, I don't have the money to, you know, fly to India and sit in uh, the Himalayas or I don't yes. have the money to fly to Switzerland and sit on the lakeside, you know. Yes. Um, and so I just say to them, you know what, don't let money stop you from finding your gift. I can teach you other ways of doing that. And, uh, you know, you don't even sometimes, uh, like I, I know a lot of women have got responsibilities, children, yes. you know, um, husbands and bills to pay. Um, so what I'm teaching is not about spending money and traveling the world. It's literally just traveling to whatever you can afford that doesn't push you out to a place where you are um, extremely stressed out. And yes. that defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. Um, so I love it when people say, oh, Yugita, I don't have the money because then I get to really serve. Like I can really yeah. get creative. How can we do this and how yes. can we make this happen for this person? And the yeah. second she lets go or he lets go of all the excuses and all the fear, in less than three, six months, I've seen people transform and and then, and then money is never a problem because they're not now scared of making money or they're not now scared yes. of putting themselves out there. They're not afraid to be vulnerable because, you know, they, they don't care if they get attacked because every attack is a challenge that you're going to grow from. Um, yes. So, yeah, so I, I love it when, you know, people say, what do you learn from traveling? Everything you learn in the classroom, you should swipe it off and go traveling. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. believe you will you will be a better human to humanity. You will be a better person to yourself and everyone else around you. Um, as soon as you get in touch with who you are, you stop competing. You stop being uh, playing ego, power trips, yes. and everything else that we humans do because we are taught at school to be a plus student. Um, yeah. You know, and then when you're a plus student, you'll get a good job. So it's like you you keep on feeding these children all these um, different, um, like uh, you know, greedy things. Like you do this, you get this, and then you do that, you get yeah. that, and then you get to the job where you paid like really good money, and by then you've literally sold your soul to have that money, and there's nothing yes. alive left inside you to enjoy that money. So, yeah. you know, so where where are we going wrong with this school system? Where are we going wrong with our thought process that success means money? Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, money is a very important part of, of our livelihood. And it is a very, very positive energy. It helps us serve more people, helps us serve people we love. So it, it's not something that we should say, oh, I don't want money, I don't need money. Because a lot of people have that conflicting information as well. When I travel, a lot of people say, oh, it's okay for you because you've got so much money, you can travel luxury. It's like, I've never traveled luxury. I've never traveled yeah. first class or business class or anything. I just refuse to. I think the best part of traveling is the journey, not the destination. Yes. And that's yes. really the principle of life. It's the best part of life is the journey, not the destination. Because yeah. put it this way, the destination for our life is death. Yes. So if you haven't enjoyed the that's journey, right. what are you going to do get with there. the destination? That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, so that's what... I'm just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Danny, but um, we are out of time, but I'm going to keep you on for a little bit longer if you like, because our next guest hasn't come online and I've got some questions here and I want to talk about your retreat. So Renee wants to know, um, Renee wants to know, how did you figure all this out? Zara wants to know, it does not seem as easy to do. How long did it take you? And Missy wants to know, how can we change the way things are and learn to enjoy life when we still have a life to live? So three great questions. Where do you want to start? Very, very good questions. Thank you, ladies, for asking these beautiful questions. Um, I want to start with answering how long did it take me? Actually, I've been on this journey for 10 years. Um, 10 years ago, I literally hit rock bottom where I was depressed and the only um, options I had or only options I gave myself was this um, either run away on a trip somewhere or kill yes. myself. So there was two options yeah. I had. Um, and because I had a, uh, you know, a young family, I thought I'll run away and test it out. I was going to go. <laughs> again, again, fear was still like stopping me from even killing myself. You know, I mean, yeah. I can laugh about it now, but I wasn't laughing about yes. it back then. But yeah. definitely it's, it's a long journey. Um, but as soon as you take the first step, you start feeling better. You start getting that belief in yourself. And yeah. um, I did um, do a yo-yo process for a very long time till I actually mm-hmm. went like uh, I am taking only forward steps from now on. Yes. And I am writing a book about this. So um, the, all my steps and all my hard uh, highs and lows are in that book. Um, so, yeah, so um, if she wants to grab that when it is out, that will be amazing. Um, the second question uh, just, was just for our sorry. listeners. I've just I've put up uh, Yagita's next retreat, which we'll talk about in a minute. Just that will give get you to Yagita's site as well. Sorry, Yagita, to interrupt. Um, That's okay. Tim's just, just saying they were not great options, were they? <laughs> no, no, definitely not good options. You'd never want to be in that um, in that space. Like you never want to get that bad like um you know on the outside people saw me with so much money so much fame i had a corporate job i owned a business and you know um so it it like they said don't judge the book by its cover and that was literally my story don't judge the book by its cover um and uh, yeah so the um one of the other ladies what was her question again sorry she said Um. Zara wanted to know, um, it does not seem as easy to do. How long did it take you? Renee wanted to know, how did you figure all of this out? And Missy wanted to know, how can we change the way things are and learn to enjoy life when we still have to live that life? Yeah, good question. So, um, Zara, the the way I figured this out was, um, the first one was like literally sit on my own for a very long time. Um, And... um, there's a scientifically proven um, uh, thing behind this as well. If you sit long yes. enough on your own, all your thought processes and your emotions, they surf up to your, your like, you're not suppressing them because you're not constantly busy. So when you're sitting down alone, that, that means without computers, without um, any kind of distraction, no music, no, no one to talk to, like you're in silence. The only thing yes. you're talking to is yourself, like your thought process. And I did that for two days and 
I just cried with so much emotion that was just shoved right inside from very, very long time ago that just started surfacing because I never actually really um, tapped into that before. Like I never um, believed in, you know, psych um, doing any therapy or anything like that. It's like therapies for people who are, you know, not jobs, not me, you know, sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, so it it does, um, it is a process where you keep on learning as you're doing these different uh, things. And this is something I teach at my retreat. And um, the retreat is all about getting to know who you are. So the retreat's called Mastering the Art of Self-Discovery. And the self-discovery goes back to where you're born, to now. So each person has a different journey. So it's very customized to help you connect with yourself. Yeah. And um, I find um, that, you know, I, everything I teach there is what I've done for myself and learned from uh, from my experiences. So when I teach it, yes. it's very easy for people to see that I've been there. I share stories, how I, I came through from one obstacle to another one, to another challenge, to another problem. So people, you know, get to uh, um go back into their own space and find time and um, and uh, their, and watch their thought process to figure out what's going on with themselves. And uh, if you are looking at, uh, you know, doing something like that, just give yourself 15 minutes to start with. Just put a timer on 15 minutes and sit in a quiet space. Just watch what you're thinking. Don't try to meditate because it's very hard when you don't really know the right no, techniques. Yeah. Yeah. So just watch your thought process. What is it that you're thinking? And then when a a thought comes up, ask yourself, why are you thinking this? Um, And that will just trigger other other feelings and other uh, emotions that will come through. And um, yeah, see how if if that works and you want more information, feel free to contact me. Um, All the details are on my website. Yeah. Yes. Yukit is very open to having um, a discussion with you. And, of course, she runs these amazing retreats where she teaches you how to tap into that, uh, I'm going to say, quiet inner voice because often it is a quiet inner voice and you need stillness in your life to start listening to that voice and to start questioning why am I thinking that way. Um, And it's... Sometimes it's uh, it's such a powerful experience to question why you think a certain way and it's in the still quietness that you'll be able to do that and go, well, that's not quite right, is it? And that's a good thing to do, Yogita. It's a good thing to question why you think the certain way because uh, sometimes our thought processes are governed by the life we lead or the way we've been brought up, or how we're conditioned to think. And we do it out of habit rather than out of something that meets the needs that we need to meet within ourselves. And you teach all of that, Yogita, and your retreats are an opportunity to uh, get away and sit and learn some of those skills that bring you into understanding more about yourself. And your focus of course, is the discovery of that self-love and and self-compassion. And do you want to quickly explain why those concepts are important for us as humans? 
Absolutely. So self-love um, is the most critical thing uh, for for any human because it it really starts with yourself. Um, and believe it or not, doesn't matter how gorgeous a woman is, if you stop her and ask her, she will tell you 10 things at least that she doesn't like about herself or about yes. her life. So this is where, you know, we we humans are too critical about what we are, who we are, what we look like, uh, we, because we have this image from society, from media, what we should look like. And so we spend so much energy and time wanting to look like something instead of just embracing that energy and time uh, being yourself. Um, yes. My biggest thing, my biggest twist on this is that I actually really um, channel into where people need to really learn how to do self-worth and self-respect. Those two yes. things are extremely important uh, part of self-love. So if you know your self-worth, you're not going to let anybody treat you um, or break your values that you live by. So I help people uh, channel their values. What are your values? What What's your self-worth? And self-respect, a lot of people have this problem. They have no self-respect. They yes. demand respect, but they don't really know what they want. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they start a fight saying that, you know, don't treat me like this. But what this means, what, what do you mean by don't treat me like this? So you, I teach them how to actually really communicate what the boundaries are, how people can treat you and how people can't treat you. And that is a reflection of how you treat yourself. So yes. if you treat yourself yes. not well, people are going to treat you not well. And the biggest um, um, thing I say to people, and this is very important, you can do this at a home, is like the person you are when no one is watching, that's who you really are. And the way yes. you treat yourself when no one's watching, that's who you really are. So if you don't like what you see when when you're observing this, then you need to change. If you do like what you see what when you're observing this, then perfect. I'm really happy that you are in a space where you you know you love who you are and you are um, being true to yourself. For me, it took a long time to really love who I was because when every time I looked in the mirror, I looked at that person where people were saying to you that you are not good enough. You are yes. not good enough. And it was tattooed on my forehead. And I, I attracted people who treated me like that because I treated me yes. like that. So that's what I teach at the retreat. And that's what I teach with my coaching. And that's what I teach with my, um, my whole business model is all about how to actually really get to know yourself. Um, so self-discovery, enhancing your self-love, enhancing your self-value, enhancing your self-worth, self-respect. And once you've got that relationship with yourself and you know exactly who you are, how you treat yourself is the way you want to be treated, then yes. everyone outside your, your circle, your friends, your parents, your children, your uh, husband, your wife, they're all going to treat you exactly the same way because you treat yourself. So it's like a mirror reflection. It's like yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what you, you know, you attract better because you are better. So um, I, 
I have lived this, so I I really believe it now. You know, before I used to say, oh, stop it. That's just stupid. You know, it's like people treat me horrible because they're horrible. I'm a nice person, you know. But when I really did the inner work, I found out I was treating myself horrible. You know, people were much nicer to me than I was to myself. So that was the biggest difference. Yeah. And it's the it's the way that we speak to ourselves when you get up and and look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I look shocking today rather than uh, words to the effect of, wow, I'm pretty good. I'm going good today. Um, And that takes for women in particular, we tend to struggle. I I know men do too, but for women, particularly after having children and and looking in the mirror, we seem to lose sight of the wonderfulness of a body that can birth children. And as a result of birthing children, there's stretch marks and saggy boobs and, and all the rest of it. But instead of looking and going, oh, those horrible saggy boobs, going, wow, that that body uh, birthed another new human being. Isn't that amazing? It's about those inner conversations that show respect and love for ourselves that make the difference in how your life goes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that inner self-talk is the making or breaking of who you are. And yes. uh, the more you learn how to um, do effective and productive inner self-talk, the better you get at asking questions on the outside as well, like responding better to people and responding better to uh, negative comments on the outside because you have got a better dialogue in your in your uh, yes. head. Um, so your your worth is not defined by somebody else. Like if somebody looks at me now, um, like I'm not very uh, big on, you know, makeup. I don't believe in, like I do like to dress up, don't take me yeah. wrong, but I don't yes. do it every day. I can be like without makeup for months and weeks and, um, you know, um, hair up and draggy shirt on and T-shirt on. And I would be like in the shops. I not just this yes. is not just me inside the house. I would be doing that out in the shops. And yeah. if somebody yeah. looked at me and gave me that look, that oh my god, look at you, I just smile. The bigger my smile is, the more their their face changes and they start smiling. Because yeah. it's like yeah. that yeah. that that look is not changing who I am. Because who I am is not what you see. Is who I am. Is who I am. I know who I am now. So yes. your opinion is not going to change it. Your yes. look is not going to change it. You know, people um, sometimes say to me, um, are you really going out wearing that? It's like, yep, I am. And I'm not changing it because you said so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so that, that's how you just stuff. own it. Yeah, you just yes. own it. You know who you are and it doesn't devalue you because what you're wearing or, or how much weight you're carrying. You don't identify yourself with your waistline or your skin color or your height or your wrinkles yes. on your face or, that's you right. know, any of those things, that's not your identity. And that's what, yeah. um, you know, I teach at the retreat. Your identity has to be who you are, not what the society says or what physical eyes can see. So yeah. it's it's a, yeah. quite a lot of deep work. But once you start, it's so, um, so it's amazing. And rewarding. It's, yeah, it's very rewarding, absolutely. Oh, you're 
Edith, thank you for staying on Radio Tony a little bit extra time while we got um, Tracy online. Um, listeners, Yagita's retreat is coming up at the end of October and her website is travellingwithmemyselfandi.com and I've put the link to Yagita's uh, retreat in the chat box as well. And so thank you so much, Yagita, for coming on Radio Tony today. I'm now going to introduce you to the awesome Tracy Tully. Hello, Tracy. Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm glad we got. I was starting to worry that I wasn't going to get you, and then you've popped online, and I'm so grateful. So, listeners, Tracy is a uh, has a long history in the educational system, and she had a really traumatic time in. Australia's um, educational system and now she's completely out of that and she helps lots of people to unlock their voice. So Tracy, can we start today by just quickly telling our listeners about the things that happened to you in Australia's educational system? Uh, yes, yes, Tony, thank you and welcome everyone. Uh, I spent uh, 38 years in the Queensland Education Department yes. and during that time I was a two-times whistleblower and uh, the, the second time, which uh, commenced in 2010, was as a result of the failure of the head leader of the department closing our schools during um, a critical um, flood situation. So the refusal yeah. three times to allow me to close both both schools whilst the flood water was knee height in um, and with the power still on. Uh, so yes. as a, I reported that and as a consequence of that, my career was ruined because um, it opened a can of worms, unbeknown to me, but that's what happens when you're a whistleblower. And yes. as a, as a yes. response to that, they, they literally came for my throat. <laughs> Yeah, which was not good. However, it did lead you on to what you do now, which is helping lots of people. So can you quickly tell our listeners the sorts of things you do and about your wonderful workshops? Yes, yes. Thanks, Tony. So one of the big things I did virtually every day in my job as a, as a principal was to help people with their, their motivation, their resilience and their fear. I was constantly yes. counselling every single day, parents, uh, staff and students. And what I, I realised was that um, people were not resilient and weren't having that training either at home or those experience out there in the real world, nor was our worksite training for that, yes. nor preparing for the new millennials coming in. So I'm what we call a critical dialogue disruptor. So I'm the sort of person that <laughs> would have the hard That's amazing. Can you say that again? That's awesome. Say that again, Tracy. That's fabulous. Yes. I'm a critical dialogue disruptor. So I, I help love people, it. Yeah, get out from behind the door. Get out of their own way, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, so what I do with that is uh, I'm a change influencer. So I, I'm a mentor, public speaker, and I'm an author in mastering motivation, resilience, and building confidence 
in speaking. So confidence at the base level of having a conversation uh, right through to public speaking in front of uh, anywhere from one to, to 3,000 people. And uh, yeah. that's what I do. So basically I believe that the only competition you have is yourself. Yes, definitely yourself. Uh, yeah, so I, I refer to it as your PB or your personal best, which holds the key to improving individual performance by developing motivation and strengthening our resilience and gaining um, our confidence, which gives us then the ability to plan more effectively and efficiently. So I have a bit of a mantra, and my mantra yes. is life is like a box of chocolates and each sweet delicacy um, each uh, life is like a box of chocolates and each sweet delicacy can be likened to a goal that once experienced empowers you to keep moving forward and in every box there will be one or two chocolates that you don't like and I show mm -hmm. you how to find the sweet spot in everything you think of and do. So most of the battle is in achieving the right mindset. Definitely. Erin um, has just got a question. Can you say that again, please? That was a little bit too fast. I'm not sure if that was in relation to the box of chocolate bits. Erin, um, and if you could just clarify that for us and we'll get Tracy to repeat it again. Um, I, I suspect it might have been in relation to how you help people uh, know the things that you do. So she wants to know, Erin wants to know, Tracy, the things that you do. Okay, so some of the things I do uh, is to teach people to have conversations for success. And yes. that's my upcoming uh, um, workshop is in Brisbane in a fortnight. So people don't... Uh, understand that their core needs need to be met before they can actually have a meaningful conversation with other people. And many, yeah. many people find it really difficult, almost frightening to speak to strangers or speak to others, walk in a, a room full of people, not know anyone and talk. Yes. So the art of conversation has long, long been lost. Yes. Uh, so I help teach people with that. So I teach them right from the very beginning how to prepare themselves for a conversation and that goes right around breathing, asking yes. the right questions and listening very carefully to what people have to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your upcoming workshop is a full-day or a half-day workshop, Tracy? Yeah, it's a half-day now, um, uh, Tony, because I've uh, listened to a lot of feedback from yes. people on social media and face-to-face, -face, and they're wanting a half-day specifically on uh, confidence with uh, conversations. Uh, mine was a little bit more broad. I was advertising a full day around public speaking, but it appears that people are desperate to have information about how to have just, a confidence. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, do you think that we've come to this point because social media is such a huge influence in all our lives now? Or do you think that it's been decades that we've lost the art of conversation? Oh, it's a really good question, Tony. I, I think in two ways. Number one is the click like tag community of social yeah. media has has yeah. a killed killed uh, the art of conversation. But then if you go back also to, in history to mm -hmm. say the baby boomer a boom era, so the likes of myself born in the sixties, where you were children were seen and not heard. So uh -huh. we weren't yes, we, we even way back then we weren't encouraged to have um, critical dialogue or a conversation where we had to have an opinion and a formed opinion which we yes. needed to go out and research and find information about. So I, I don't believe it is just the issue of social media. I mm -hmm. also believe it come it, it stems right back to the the previous generations. Yes, yeah. Um, but it, it's really important to be confident to have conversations in the work environment, in your everyday life, um, because if you can't confidently walk into a room where you don't know anyone, that's going to put you at a distinct disadvantage in life, wouldn't you say, Tracy? Confidence to talk to people stems from your lack of confidence in yourself. And yes. that's the very first place we, we concentrate on. So building up people's confidence in themselves and that's attacking their uh, limiting self-beliefs and you'd be very familiar with that, Tony. Yes. So if we're not confident with that way, yeah, the way we sound, yes. um, our knowledge or if we believe we're not good enough, all those attitudes play into the fact that we feel we can't talk. I always tell everyone, yes. everyone can sing and everyone can speak, but unfortunately I think our school systems actually uh, aren't promoting that as well as they could be, and that's yeah. half the problem. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Tracy, so yes. <laughs> I was worried you might have popped off the uh, Skype then. Um, so your next workshop is uh, coming up in Brisbane in a couple of weeks' time. And for our listeners, I've put up all of Tracy's details on in the chat box. But for those who um, aren't on the chat box, if you go on to tracytully.com, uh, is it .au? No, it's just tracytully.com. So that's T R A C Y. T-U-L-L-Y.com. There's all the information on her upcoming workshop. And I can tell you that Tracy is a dynamic presenter. And you will, if you're able to attend her half day uh, workshop, you will learn an enormous amount. And the other thing I'd like to point out is that Tracy is open to talking to you um, one on one as well if you need uh, help and assistance in having those conversations. Um, and Amy wants to know what can we do to change the way of teaching? So I guess that's in reference to how we teach kids these days. Good question for you, Tracy, as an ex-educator. Yes, it's an excellent question and thank you it for is. asking because our 
our system is quite archaic and it needs to be rebooted. We need to look at the generation of students we have now. All our curriculum is really um, built around 20, 30 years ago. We've got STEM, the STEM subjects, etc. but that, yes. that's just scraping the surface. If we want to boost our children's confidence because they're being hammered with the social media and the bullying has increased. If we want to boost their confidence, we have to teach them how to be resilient. And if this isn't happening in the homes uh, or out in the communities, then it must happen inside the schools. So the answer to that question would be to build up students' uh, motivation their self-worth, their confidence in speaking. A lot of assignments, they have to stand up and speak, but they aren't actually taught uh, the art of speaking. They're told to do A, B, C and D in the assessment piece, go forth and do it, and it's no wonder uh, three-quarters of our students suffer greatly in that area and don't boost their marks in that area. So we really do have to look at this is the world where we have to change and we're not yes. changing fast enough for the learning yeah. for our students. Fantastic. Um, Tracy. just one more uh, time for our listeners. That next workshop is coming up fast. It's in just two weeks. And if you pop onto Tracy's website, you'll be able to see the details of how you can attend that. Um, Tracy's website also has ways in which you can contact and talk to her. Uh, she is an amazing present- presenter, um, comes from a wealth of information um, and can readily answer all your questions. Um, Tracy, we're just about out of time. But before we go, what are some of your plans for 2020? Oh, I'm glad you asked me that. Um, uh, As you know, I have uh, a trip planned for Orlando in Florida and I hope to do a few other stop-off visits in America to meet uh, lots of wonderful people over there, show my book and and do public speaking and talk about the art of, of the conversation and public speaking. I'm also going to Italy and looks like I've just secured Cairo as well next oh, year. That's so exciting, Tracy. <laughs> um, so your book is not out just yet? Uh, my book is called Fearless, Buckle Up and yes. Build Resilience. And no, it's just in its final stages of publishing now. Obviously, because it is a nonfiction book about uh, what happened to me, it did have to go for a little visit to the solicitors to double, triple check that uh, I know I was going to sue me <laughs> uh, when I outed, yes. outed uh, everything, which had to be done. So, uh, yes, my book will be out hopefully by the end of the year. Fantastic. Tracy, thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Tony. I know we will have lots of future conversations and I actually look forward to trying to catch up with you whilst you're in America because that would be actually fun. Um, Mind you, I would love to be joining you in your tour of America, um, but we'll see how we go with that. So, listeners, uh, that's Tracy's uh, little segment for today. Um, You will hear from Tracy again, uh, no doubt. She's one of my radio sponsors at the moment. And now we have the wonderful Kerry Hort Rowe online so we can continue our conversation about brain thinking. Good morning, Kerry. Well, maybe we don't have Kerry online. 
perhaps we might need to throw to a little break. Are you there, Kerry? We might have to throw to a break just quickly, Rebel, if we could pop on uh, that song while we try and get Kerry on. Oh, no, here she is. Can you hear me now, Kerry? Can you hear me, Kerry? Obviously, Kerry can hear me, but we are having trouble hearing Kerry, or rather I'm having trouble hearing Kerry. So we might pop on to a quick song. Okay, so we can, uh, Kerry can hear us, but we can't hear Kerry. So I'm going to pop on to a quick song, listeners. Just bear with we, with me while we uh, get Kerry live online. Over to you, Rebel.
Keep the conversation going. Directory Call Radio Tony. Hello. 561-623-9421 on W4WN Radio Guest Skype. Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty is the new book from Australian author Tony Londis. Available in paper, ebook, and audiobook formats, Resilience is the true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Exposing moral issues you may have dealt with too. Read how hope and happiness triumph in her life. Available at Amazon.com and all good online retailers. Tough Conversations on the Social and Moral Issues of Our Time with Tony Lontis. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia, Radio Tony on W4WN. Welcome back, everyone. We're still having some technical issues with um, getting Kerry online. She can hear us, but we can't hear her. So I'll just try once more. Are you there, Kerry? Nope, we can't. Can't hear. That's fine. What I'll do is I will talk to you a little bit more about um, what Kerry sent me during the week, and I'm going to read what Kerry types, and we'll try and get through the next little while doing that. So, as you know, last week we talked to Kerry Rowe um, about uh, who is the brain be- behind brain thinking, and she talked to us about this amazing tool called the HBDI tool, which talk, uh, is a tool that you fill in and it tells you what your uh, profile is and the way that your brain thinks. So uh, I was wondering if um, I can tell you a bit more about the process that I did and it was quite simple. So Kerry sent me a link to fill out um, an online questionnaire, which was really quite simple to do. And I followed her instructions, which were to put in the answer that first came to you. And so I did that and the information was compiled and sent away. And I got a lovely package in the mail this week with my results. And Kerry won't let me open the results results live on air. We need to go through them first and then we're going to unpack uh, the uh, what it means for me at a later date. So when I was filling out the questionnaire, it was really quite easy and simple. Um, so it asked you questions along the lines of, did I think I was more creative or more um, uh, mathematical? Did I feel that I was a more an interpersonal person? And the other thing is that the questionnaire, if you're not sure about the words that they give you to choose from, it has like a little dictionary. So you just pop onto the dictionary, read what the description is, and then make a choice on the word that most describes you. And so the questions go through and ask you uh, a number of things and give you options for what you think best describes you or how you think. And the culmination of answering all these questions gives you the way that your brain thinks. And the thing about knowing how your brain thinks is that it will enable you to use it in your everyday life. It will help you 
communicate better and it will help you understand how other people think and how you will react to the way that they do things. So um, now that I've finished the questionnaire, what will happen is that Kerry and I have an appointment on Monday and she will Zoom me and we will discuss those results between her and me. And then when I come back in two weeks' time, because listeners, I've got to pop over to Europe for a little uh, conference with my husband. And after we come back, I'm going to book Kerry into the show again. And we're going to talk in detail about my results and what my results mean so that we can explain to you how powerful this tool can be um, for everyone to use. So I was expecting the questionnaire to be a little bit more complex, but I kind of it was really quite good. And as I said, when I got stuck on a word, so some of the words are not words that I would normally use in my everyday life and vocabulary. So I had to think about them a bit. And when I got stuck, the little tool allows you to pop onto the dictionary and look up, okay, so that word means that, and that's what the questionnaire is looking for. They want to know if I'm this or if I'm that. So again, following Kerry's instructions, I did what felt best for me and the first thing that popped into my brain. Um, So I hope that that was the correct way to do it um, because Kerry also said to me that it should be rather intuitive, meaning it should come your naturally first thought should be the the answer to that particular question. Um, It was a comfortable thing to do and it didn't take me very long to do. So I think think it was perhaps under half an hour um, for me to complete the whole questionnaire. Um, And uh, Kerry's just saying that she has my profile in front of her um, and I haven't seen my profile yet so I have no idea but I'm Kerry's already said to me that my profile is very interesting so (laughs) that's going to be fun for you guys to listen to when we unpack that live on air in a couple of weeks what I'm hoping to know and what I'm hoping to get out of it is to better understand um I'm hoping that it will help me better understand how I communicate with people and how the way I communicate is different from everyone else. Um, Kerry's also saying that she's very happy that I'm so good at not opening my results. Well, I can tell you people that I'm really, really finding it difficult not to rip that security tag off, open it up and read about my results. But I'm not going to do that because I've made a promise to you all on air and I've also made a promise to Kerry that I won't do it until Monday. Uh, um, So it will be like a big Christmas present when I open it up and we talk about it on our money. And then when I get to tell you, my listeners, what my communication and the way that my brain thinks and you'll be able to tell me whether you think that the tool is correct because you've all gotten to know me a little bit by now and you'll be able to know how I speak to you on radio and how I communicate to you each week and you'll be able to say well yeah that's right or oh I don't know if I know that that's right so um, there are four different uh 
types of self that this tool covers. And they're the rational self, the experimental self, the feeling self, and the safekeeping self. And all of those different selves have different ways of thinking. And that's the information that we will be able to give you when we unpack this in a couple of weeks. And so uh, the ways that we uh, think are predominantly broken, broken into these four clusters. And each of the four clusters has different ways of thinking, different ways that we like to communicate and different ways that our brain functions. So I'm assuming that my results will show whether I'm A, B, C or D or a combination of all of those types of thinking. And again, I don't know yet because I'm not allowed to open it up. Um, and this way of thinking can not only be applied to our uh, the way we think, but if you are in business, it will also help you develop your business. So in a business sense, it will determine whether I think strategically, whether I'm people focused, whether I'm process focused, or whether I'm results driven. So if you're a listener and you're in business, this tool can help your business in all of those levels. And so Kerry's saying um, it it helps to know whether you're a problem-solving person, an action-taking person, whether you struggle to get people on board, and whether you're effective in uh, staff meetings and staff training. So from a business perspective, that's amazing. And also, if you take that into your personal life and into your working life and you're at, say, a corporate level um, or even at any level, really, if you have employees or you, you work with other employees, then it will help you understand how you communicate with them and make you better at your job and hopefully help your fellow employees or staff members. So, um Kerry's saying, why employees don't do and how to change? Okay, so in business, this particular tool will help you be more, more productive. And if you're the boss and if you're an employee, it will help you be more productive in your role at work, um, which is a really great thing, I think. Um, again, from a personal uh, perspective, your ability to resolve conflict, for instance, um, is is helped or hindered by the way your brain thinks. So if you're in a conflict situation and your brain is a particular type, it's going to react in a particular way. If you know ahead of time that that's the way your brain will react and think, you that will help you get your message across and if other people understand the same thing, it'll help them understand why you react and think the way that you do. It'll also help you to speak to people in a way that not only you're comfortable, but the way that they are comfortable as well. Um, I really uh, am hoping that the tool will, else, will particularly help me with my communication um i'm 
hopeful that it will help me with my problem solving and I'm also hoping that it will help me understand how to run effective meetings because not only will uh, do I talk on uh, Radio Tony each week, in next year I'm hoping to run some workshops and do some retreats as well and I'm also hoping to mentor more people and help them have their own radio shows and so I want to be able to teach them what it means to have your own radio show, how you uh, make that work for you and how you can communicate with a worldwide audience. And so Kerry's tool, I'm sure, will help me in all of those areas. Um, And I must say, I'm terribly sorry that we can't get Tracy on the line. After we've uh, finished on Radio Tony, we'll go through and see if we can sort that out with Kerry so that when I come back from Europe in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be able to um, uh, run through the results of that plan. Violet, yes, I've got lots of big plans for 2020 and I'll be excited to tell you about them. So just so you know, um, next... uh, Uh, two weeks. Uh, In Tuesday, in fact, my husband and I are jumping on a plane and jetting off to Germany where my husband actually had a business conference. And I'm uh, hoping to, well, I will broadcasting live from Germany. Uh, The day that I broadcast to you is my normal time, but it will be 1am for me. Um, I've got some great guests coming on whilst I'm away. One of those shows will be a pre-record with the amazing Donna Lee Perfect. And the other show will be um, a wonderful doctor who specialises in the subject of love. Um, My other guest also excited to be on there will be talking about her uh, interactions with love uh, and how that uh, transforms in her life Um, and so I'm hoping to have just a tiny little break whilst we're in Europe for two weeks. Everything will run on as normal. And if you'd like to follow me on any of my social media platforms, I'm going to be putting up lots of pictures and some lives and some little videos of things that I find interesting on my trip in Germany. So we're going to Germany first, followed by France dropping down into Switzerland and then going up to Austria and I will be doing lives on my uh, social media platforms. So for any of the listeners, I'm on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and I will pop those um, links. If you pop onto my website, so my website is tonylontis.com. If you pop onto my website, that's the easiest way that you can find all my social media platforms. So I am on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Radio Tony has its own special Facebook page and I will uh, do some lives in this especially for you listeners who are on my Radio Tony Facebook page, just so you can kind of travel with me while I travel in Europe. Now, the times will be a little different, but it still should come up in your feed. Or if you search Radio uh, Tony on Facebook, you'll find me and you'll be able to see 
the travels um, whilst I'm in Europe. I'm hoping that when we are in Munich, I'll be able to visit some of the beautiful museums over there. Then we go to Nuremberg, which is, of course is famous for the Nuremberg Nazi war trials. And I'd really like to do some lives just to let you know uh, some of the, the atrocities that happened in our previous world wars and some of the crimes that were committed in the name of racism. Um, I'm thinking that you, the listeners, might find that... Uh, uh, Kerry, sorry, Kerry just sent me... I think you said 10 o'clock. Hello the, uh, to fix this. Okay. Okay, so we still unable to get the, the wonderful Kerry on the line. Um, and I'm sorry to do that, listeners, but... Rest assured, when I get back from Europe, we will have Kerry live on the show to unpack the results of my HBDI brain thinking uh, questionnaire, and, and we'll be talking at length about what that means, and you'll be able to see just how your host, Tony Lontis, thinks and communicates, problem solves, and we'll also talk about my uh, weaknesses because I think it's important everyone has weaknesses and I'm no stranger to weakness so we will be able to explore those areas as well um, it may take more than one show so it may take us a number of shows a long wait for the answers yes I'm so sorry Loie we will uh, Kerry didn't want to do it live on air this week just simply because she hadn't spoken to me personally about the results. So that's the only reason why we left it. And she'll talk to me on Monday and I'll go away for my little break. And when we come back, we'll have all the answers and all the informations um, about my brain test and how my brain thinks. So, wonderful listeners, we've had a few technical issues today, but that's what you get living in Australia and trying to connect to a live radio show uh, via Skype. We will have it sorted most definitely for Kerry the next time she's live on air. But that's time out for me. Thank you all for joining us today on Radio Tony. Um, and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Over to you, Rebel. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye for now. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony, a platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio Radio Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mom.